0: From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now, your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller.
1: All right. We are finally I think here. We made it? I think so.
2: No, come on now. We're okay. All,
1: make sure I have the mic. We had to switch. We had to do a quick uh, studio switch. Um, yeah. So we had some uh, issues. What do we got? One, two, three, four. Okay. So we're all good here.
2: Fortunately, ron miller race cars has more than one studio
1: absolutely the ron miller race this is uh ron miller's race car studio b correct so we're back to our old studio so ron's kind of off camera he's actually right there he's yeah hiding. i'm here
2: no it, it's really me it's live not memorex
1: yeah so anyways this is the show hammer down racing report i'm scott hammer ron miller we have uh, drew smith we have steve miller i didn't even know he was showing up uh lots to cover on tonight's show uh, we're going to talk to uh, Webb Dillard, who's down in Australia right now. He's on hold. We're going to talk to Tyler Erb, who... Uh,
2: kicked butt in Australia. Yeah, he
1: did. USA Invasion Tour. We'll talk about that in just a bit. Uh, also, uh, this guy over here you can't see. He was uh, a winner at uh, Sandusky this past weekend. We'll talk about that in a new race they have coming up. And uh, Drew Smith, champion of uh,
2: the... Uh, sportsman almost. we can't forget yeah, yeah. steve miller he ran yeah. second well, well, to yeah, Sandusky. Yeah. well yeah
1: and he had lasik surgery today so yes, yes he had it looks that's like why he I i'm here face.
2: so let's Not take care of works. some business Rambler race cars call them four one yeah seven three four eight five six seven two two three there you go for all your race car needs let's uh... Uh, you know what i'm going to give them my cell phone number okay, in case they that. need me at midnight it's four one there you go call public em. public now and we left
1: my parts in the other studio, but you're going to fix that for me, too.
2: Yeah, I, I can do that.
1: So let's uh, let's pull up uh, Webb here. He's uh, on the phone. Tyler's going to join us in a little bit, uh, but live from Australia, Webb Dillard. How's it going, sir?
3: It is um, the morning of Australia Day here. It's kind of like they're thinking. So there's plenty planned today. How are you guys doing?
2: You guys are going to eat like crazy today. I know you are.
3: Well, that's... uh. Every day, isn't it? <laughs> but anyway,
1: yeah. So th- I don't know
3: uh, exactly what to expect over here for Australia Day, but I'm um, absolutely pliable and log in the stream. <laughs>
1: tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. You've been uh, down covering the uh, USA Invasion Tour in Australia. Um, uh, I mean, what, what have you been doing down there? Videography, obviously.
3: Well, the the uh, the notion to come here actually came up probably five or six years ago. Um, I've been with Dirt on Dirt or I was with Dirt on Dirt full-time up until uh, in, in, the, uh, in the 2015, 2016. Uh, 2016. And um, when I was no longer full-time affiliated, that's when the uh, it got real serious. So um, the, the late mile series, um, we got to talking and figured it out, and I came down. And basically I'm just doing Dirt on Dirt style um, reporting and, and highlight gathering as I would any other race in the, uh, in the States. Um, but it just so happens to be you know in another hemisphere halfway across the world, which is in- incredibly silly that orchestration
1: registration did for me, but and it's uh, it's been awesome so what when did you get down there? i
3: I traveled on uh, January the eighth uh, and I arrived here
1: on January the tenth so you've been I down there for a while even. Hey, hey, Webb. Yeah. Hold on a sec. I think Tyler's calling in here. We're going to conference uh, him yeah. in. Hey, Hammer down racer report. Hello. Is this Tyler? This is him. Tyler, hi. this is Scott Hammer. Ron Miller's here. Uh, we got uh Webb uh, on the phone from Australia. Say hi, Webb. Wait. Wanna we'll make sure you're still there, Webb. Hello. All right, good. He's still there. Phones <laughs> right. are working. All right. <laughs> Running a little bit behind, we were uh, just talking about uh, when Webb got down to Australia. Uh, when did you get down there, Tyler?
4: Uh, I got down there. Well, I missed my flight initially. I was supposed to be there the sixth, so I didn't get there till the eighth because I uh, everything's a day ahead there, so I missed my flight. But we made it there, so we were like a week early, about three days before the first practice. But we didn't even go practice. We were on the. I flew into Melbourne, which is the east side and we raced on the west side so we just i just kind of hung out at cameron's house the guy i was driving for and took in all the sights and sounds of australia
2: in case our (laughs) listeners don't know australia is about as wide as the united states so when you landed in melbourne uh... you were a couple thousand miles away from perth uh... where your first uh... first race meet was.
1: let's back up just uh, just a minute for uh, a lot of our audience may not be familiar with the uh, usa invasion tour Uh, or whatever it's called, Uh, can uh, either uh, you or Webb uh, give us a little bit of uh, an overview of of the events?
4: Go ahead, Webb.
3: Well, it's actually something that um, is pretty historical when it comes to uh, dirt track racing. Um, Charlie Swartz and Jack Hewitt, um, to to name two guys, would come down and race super sedans. And uh, Ray Godsey um, out of Indiana, all those guys are invested there. So there's a little bit of history Um, And this year, um, twenty years later, Ray Gotti's grandson Joe Gotti was down here. Joe Gotti teamed up with the Roth Jeff Roth out of uh, Arkansas. Um, They actually shipped their own 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 cars here. So the USA invasion is really steeped in history. And I mean, and and you know Turbo knows it. Uh, uh, Devin Moran was here. His father's been down here and and raced. Um, So it's really a neat deal. And it's basically, you know, four races at three tracks. And um Turbo will know something about uh, winning at three of the tracks, <laughs> didn't you? Or, or two, uh two or three yeah, you
4: won at every track, didn't you, Turbo? That's
1: right. And uh Lois finish uh was second, right, Mr. Herb? Turbo. Yeah, I
4: ran I ran second the first night, uh Fitz
1: won. So what uh, what was wrong with you the first night if you won every other night?
4: Man, that's just part <laughs> of it. It was literally like we woke up at, cause them guys, that's one thing about them guys in Australia, they're kinda like, go with the flow, relax, like, nobody shows up to the racetrack at 5, and we raced at 5.30, and I was like, listen guys, <laughs> we gotta unload this stuff, get going, which it was partly my fault, I wanted to work on the car before we went across, but I missed my flight and stuff, but, anyways, I woke them up at like 6, I said, hey, we need to get this stuff unloaded, we got a lot to do, and they were like, oh yeah, you know, I mean like, they just, they didn't really understand how much work, that when I meant we had stuff to do, we really had stuff to do, and uh, that was the first time I'd ever seen that car. It took us about an hour to pull a pow- pull a power of the seat out so I could get in it and get comfortable. And I mean, there wasn't no excuses. I just didn't, couldn't get it done that night. Fitzgerald had a really, really good car. And
1: I was just giving it, you a tough was, time. Was, Seconds, nothing to be ashamed about. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no,
4: I'm just saying it was, I'm very, very competitive. Trust me. I, uh, I race I race my dog to the mailbox every day. You know what I mean? Like I just, I hate losing, absolutely hate it. And,
2: uh, it was, uh,
4: that wasn't our goal to run second at all, but we did, and it was a good. It was all in all a really, really good trip though. And
2: who Perth won the first probably, night, Tyler? Like,
4: yeah, Perth is a really, really nice facility, and I'm glad we got to. I'm glad we got to race there, man. That that track's nicer than who who was the, just as nice as Eldora or Charlotte or any place like that, really.
2: Who won the uh, the
1: that first event? Who'd you finish second to?
4: Jason Fitzgerald.
2: Fitzgerald. Okay. Okay. So another American.
4: Yep.
1: So and just so uh, people that may not be familiar with you, you've run uh, the, you just finished your second year running with the uh World of Outlaw Craftsman uh, late model series and it uh, looks like you've finished sixth in that. Um so you know how to get around and uh, and I guess last year you had uh three wins, you've already matched that this year, right?
4: Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it's been pretty good so far. <laughs>
1: Uh, how how are, how did the Australians uh, down there, the fans and other racers, how did they uh, accept the you guys? Uh, did they embrace you guys? Uh, do the fans root for you, or are they rooting against you and want their the uh, their home to win?
4: No, I think that they're just happy to have late model racing in general around there, man. It's they don't race very often, so when they do, they get a they're just really really excited to be there, and they man they gave us gift bags and all kinds of stuff just for coming across. So It was. I don't think that they're I'm sure they half of them probably really want the Australians to win but I think in the long run they all just are happy that late racing is a big thing over there and people are flying halfway across the world to do it.
2: Tyler I've got a a bit of inf- a, a bit of background with uh racing in Australia and uh Joe Godsey's dad uh Ray Godsey when they started going over there uh grandfather Grandfather I'm sorry yeah <laughs> um
3: Yeah I, I think I said dad
2: but uh, th- there was always uh, an us versus them mentality, and uh, they intentionally played good guy, bad guy. And
1: uh, I, I saw I, that they had some uh, like uh, match races, I guess, for the correct. top three Americans, top three uh, Australians.
2: Correct. I've been involved in those. Did, did you win?
1: Yes. Okay. So Tyler, that, Tyler that
2: went was, too. Um, What's that? The match races
3: are something that the match races are something that are also uh, pretty historical that they kind of went away from. And right. when I started talking to a model, uh, racing, uh, Western Australian group, I asked them, Hey, is it something we should bring back? And, um, so we did, we, we had the top three, um, or top four qualifiers uh, at two races, uh, take on our four Americans, top four policies take on each other in math races. And, uh, I'm a nostalgia guy. I'm from Indianapolis, you know, so racing goes, you know, pretty deep in my family. So to be a... A part of this, and to kind of rejuvenate the the um, the, the history of it all, is um, incredibly important to me.
1: And just for uh, for those of you who just joining us, Webb Dillard on the phone from Australia was covering the uh, USA Invasion tour, and uh, Tyler Irby, you're in Texas, right, Tyler? Yep. Champ- yep. Cha- the champion of the. Uh, uh USA tour there invasion with those three wins. I did watch that last race uh on uh watched the Facebook live of that actually right before I watched you race in the afternoon. Uh that was an exciting race there uh, that you like you waited till the what the last two laps I guess too. And you got uh, penalized for something in the middle of that race. What was that about?
5: Uh
4: just uh man and it was kind of rough there and on one of those restarts my motor died and Devin ran into me. And I I thought the motor blew up or something and when he hit me, I was hitting switches and buttons and everything, and I fired back up and just got lucky there. And they called me caution, which I mean, it, I I thought it was broke too, so it wasn't wasn't to be upset about. And uh, they put me. Luckily, we had lapped up to like fifth place, so it just put me back to fifth with like 14 months to go. And it was it was a really really awesome race. I don't. The video on Dirt on Dirt was a really good video, but man, driving and racing with them guys, them top four there, it was it was a really really fun race. Like it was fun it was to fun. watch.
1: I mean, Stubber was uh, he had all four wheels in the infield trying to work through the lap traffic there with you guys.
4: Yeah, it was it was wild, man. That track it raced it raced exceptionally well for what it was, and I was just uh, man, it was awesome. It was awesome that we were able to win it, and uh, I'm sure we'll be headed back there next year.
3: But,
1: uh, I was just going to ask that
4: <laughs> I guess. Well,
3: I want to, Hey, T- hey Tyler, I do want to clear something up. Um, so me and you, uh, have spoke on several occasions about when you win, what do you do? You start looking for me, right?
4: That's right. Every time.
3: And you know, so what me, and, we have this little dance we do. It's almost like a bullfighter thing where he does his donut and I'm there. And, um, it's, it's choreographed to an extent that I trust Tyler and, and his boy Timothy Cole. We did it first at, uh, in Mississippi, but uh, everybody's been trying to say that, that I almost got taken out, and that's not true. <laughs> I, was, I was in control, and so was Tyler.
1: That's, and yeah. you can, yeah. uh, record. and you can watch the, actually that Facebook. We shared uh, the Dirt Track Nutters video, I think it was. They had a live stream of it, and actually the, you could see that. It was like, who's that crazy camera guy going right up on the track while well, he's doing donuts, and that was you.
4: Yeah, <laughs> my, my, wife not, my wife was not happy, my wife was not happy at all. Yeah, I saw him there, and I I was trying to time because Albany's not the widest track, and it was the problem was it was wet too. So when it's wet, when you get a little traction, your car starts to hop and jump a little bit. But I didn't think it was that close, honestly, on that first donut. But then watching Webb's video, man, it, it couldn't have been a foot or two between him and the sideboard. Maybe not even that much, but it was a uh, it was definitely a cool shot. I don't I don't I've never seen a video that quite that close my buddy timmy did circles around him but uh i don't know it was awesome web web did an awesome job and i'm glad the i think the fans really loved it too all three nights getting to see something cool like that a little bit of excitement so uh how- it was uh it's awesome awesome
1: footage how are the crowds how are the crowds uh down there for these uh dirt late metal events
4: they're they're really really enthusiastic there's a uh, man they're decent crowds too it's uh the stands are so big, is what kind of gives it. It's hard to justify. Like at Perth and Collie, the stands are all the way around the straightaway and halfway around the corners, and then people park their vehicles
2: around. They at, at uh, Motorplex in Perth. They'll, they easily hold twenty thousand.
4: Wow. Yeah, I mean, easily. Yeah. And there was, I'd say, the first night was huge crowd, definitely. And then the Sunday night wasn't quite as much. But what's crazy is after the races, all the fans come down to the pits and. At Albany, at intermission, they emptied the whole entire grandstands and let them walk around during while we still had the features to run. So that was cool. It was the fans get a lot more interaction over there, I think, and they really enjoy it because after the races, you can't even load up. There's people
2: everywhere. Did <laughs> jumbotron help you at all?
4: Yeah, it's sweet, man. It's it's like being at El something. You can watch yourself on all those restarts and stuff. I, I was watching it 100. It's uh, that's just a tool that you have, and you take advantage of it when you can.
2: I was. Uh... I don't know if you know that I was that. Oh, seven was my se- uh, fourth tour down there, uh, and we were leading the national title race. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, with uh, six, seven laps to go, I could look up at the jumbo jumbotron mm-hmm. and uh, didn't see anybody, nothing. Um, and then the lift bar broke. <laughs> Boy, was that a quiet ride back to the ranch? Yeah,
4: that's part of it.
1: Now they don't. Do they have uh, weekly uh, late model races down there like we do here in the states, or is this like just a, a special event and this is pretty much
2: it?
4: Oh, uh, I think they race there weekly with sports and sprint cars, late models, all kinds of stuff. Okay, from what i don't... The late models well, this
2: the, year. The, the late is... models this year, I think, have sixteen races up and down the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, so it's a it's a fairly okay. full schedule for them.
3: And it's the twentieth anniversary of those late models in Western Australia. Western Australia
2: leads the way. Um, I I was part of the nineteen ninety nine invasion down there with Roddy and Todd Schroyer and, and myself. Um and we and we, yeah, we so yeah, the, of, and we kind of helped introduce uh <laughs> USA style late models and uh it was a pretty cool feeling.
3: Well actually Ron, I was supposed to get with you and, Oh no. <laughs> I need you and see if you can get Ray over to Eldora during the dreams. I can interview you for a documentary that I'm doing. They're down under 20 years of late models. Yeah. So your
1: names come up. Your names come up, right up here.
2: Uh, I I would imagine it has some good, some not so good. Ron
1: likes it when his name comes up. I, uh,
2: <laughs>
3: but uh, hey, you guys, real quick, you be we, hey Turbo. We gotta tell them that uh, we went to the uh, what we did at the aquarium.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. We went. Web talked us into getting in a shark tank, basically, and we swam with sharks, uh, uh, nurse sharks. Uh, what were the little bitty ones that were like getting it, dude? Those things were sketchy.
3: Yeah, uh, this, sharks. The,
4: not yeah. a nurse shark, like uh, I have the
3: nurse. Um, was that? Can't what exactly what
2: was. was. that near Fremantle anyway, or did had, you go down to uh, Bunbury?
3: We were oh, in at the uh, aquarium. We just okay. snorkeled the, the aquarium with the sharks. But yep. it was, I was trying to get Devin back at Charlotte when I finally found out that I was for sure I was coming down here to cover this. I told Devin, dude, let's go get in a shark cage. You know, I didn't know whereabouts we would do it, but I wanted to get into a go see some great whites. And he was <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. That's crazy. And I go, oh, so you'll get in a cage? And get on the racetrack with twenty-three other idiots and go in circles for a hundred laps, but you won't go in a cage to see sharks.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what? What? Uh, what? Pl- what? Other plans do you have uh, for the rest of uh, two thousand
4: eighteen? Turbo. Uh, we are leaving Saturday to head to Florida. Okay. For speed, and then uh, run all the Wu races, and a little bit of summer nationals, a little bit of Lucas, and just kind of wherever. Wherever makes the most sense when we're off, and hopefully have a better running in points and outlaws this year. We've improved every year, so as long as we can keep improving, I think that's what it's about. And uh, get ready uh, at the end of the year, get everything ready to go, so we can head to Australia for another month or so and start back over there.
2: <laughs> cool. Is the
1: you, is the World of Outlaw
2: schedule out uh,
1: yet? Yeah, it's out. It's
2: okay. Out. Your it's first out. race will be Scraven.
4: Yeah, Scraven will be my first World Outlaw race.
1: Well, we hope that uh, we can get you in our neck of the woods here, uh, maybe for the summer national race at uh, Oakshade Raceway in middle of July, if it doesn't conflict with the world of outlaws.
2: Some other guy yep. named Herb has uh, some been other pretty do- been pretty dominant every time he shows up there.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah, it's hard to say, man. That's a long way <laughs> down the road. You never
1: know, <laughs> you might do it. All right, man. Uh, well, we appreciate you guys taking some time uh, to be on the show tonight uh, talking uh, the USA Invasion tour in Australia. It sounds like uh, you guys had a good time. I had a good time just watching. I wanted to be there. Also, it looked warm. Compared well, and to it's here, summertime. But, yeah. It's so. hot right now. <laughs> so, uh, cool. Thanks uh, Thanks uh, for uh, giving us some time.
4: Yeah, no problem. I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate it. it. Thank you.
1: All right.
2: Thanks, guys. All right, bye.
1: All right, bye. All right, uh, Webb Dillard. Down there, he's uh, in Australia, and uh, Tyler Herb. In uh, he's back in Texas, back home after uh, wrapping up uh, that championship in the USA Invasion Tour in Australia. Four races, he finished second; was his worst finish, and uh,
2: tough. Dominated
1: a couple of those races in the middle, and then that last race uh, was really exciting. He led the waited until the last two laps to uh, to win that. So Uh,
2: Paul Stubber, somewhat of a
1: Stubber, was winning a lot of that last race. Paul Stubber,
2: somewhat of a local. uh fan favorite he's from australia but uh spends a lot of time racing up in this part of the country and uh what about
1: he, Vosber, vosbergen craig vosbergen yeah, he's been around here uh, yep Let's
2: eight see. car orange usually. australian driver yeah yep.
1: racing in the states so they and, uh, they switch back and forth you know. and
2: simon McNabb has been here of course brad blake uh spent several summers with us so yeah we've got a strong australian connection
1: John Deere says he hates Hong Kong. Just saying.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll bet he does. <laughs>
1: bet he knows his way around. He
2: spent a week there one day.
1: All right, let's switch gears here. Uh, we're going to talk uh, some uh, some Dusky Speedway stuff, uh, uh, a couple new events, and uh, uh, a recap of the Hangover Race this past weekend. But before we get to that, uh, we need to talk to this uh, young man here, Drew Smith, joining us in the studio. We're trying to get uh, all the champions out at Oak Shade, and finally got. Him to uh, to come in. I guess uh, you had to change schedules, though, huh?
6: Yeah, I had to work today, and I got it all so I could come on the show.
1: All right. Well, we appreciate that. Now, uh, you started off, uh, as I mentioned, you were the uh, 2017 Sportsman Track Champion at Oakshade Raceway. But you started, you've been racing for quite a while. You st- how, how old were you when you started racing in the Hornets?
6: I was eight years old.
2: Okay. Oh. Chrissy, you're not listening nope. to this. <laughs> I, think, I think she was on there, but yeah. Chrissy Hendricks, <laughs> no, no. I was 12 then. I think, yes. and I think, He was 12 for four years. I
1: think no. you, that you, the uh, rule when asked if you're old enough to race is if you can see over the dashboard and reach the pedals. That was your rule. Yep, I got it. <laughs> so what year was that uh, you started racing uh, the Hornets there?
6: I think 2008, I think, it was my first year in the Hornets.
1: Was that your first year racing uh, ever? Or did you do go karts or anything before that, or that was first year racing? Okay, and you got uh, what a couple of championships in the yep. uh, or three, um, three, three Hornet, Hornet championships.
6: Our yep. yep. first year, I got third in points. Then my second year, I think I won. Then I think I took a second, and I won it and then won again.
1: So so you got excited about that, and then yep. uh, did you do uh, sportsman before going to the late model? I did. Okay. I did two
6: two or three years of sportsman. I went up to late model, late
1: model in 2016, and then back to sportsman, and then you got the championship this past year. You had a pretty good uh, uh, battle there with uh, Rusty, didn't you?
6: Yeah, it was a great time <laughs> battling him. I mean, with him being my uncle, it's always makes it a little bit better, you know, with him and uh, racing each little other. Little family rivalry. Yeah, yeah.
2: And you, neither one of you gave an inch.
6: No, and we drive each other clean, and you know we. Never, I never gave him an inch, he never gave me an inch, we battled.
1: It was good racing. Was there any fisticuffs back in the
6: pits after? No, that? no.
1: Or back, you know, at either way. your Thanksgiving was dinner out. was okay? <laughs> yeah, it was all good. <laughs> he ended up finishing, uh, Rusty finished uh, second in the points to you, but I think he had some... Uh, he
6: had a lot of troubles, yeah. mid-season. couple motors he went through, and a couple so. DNFs didn't finish, and... Get so it. how d- how
1: does the Sportsman Championship uh, rate compared to the three Hornet Championships? Oh, it's
6: totally different, man. I mean, Hornets, you go to Sportsman to Hornets, is a big jump. I mean, you driving with some of the best guys out there at Oakshade, you know, they've been driving for years and, you know, going, battling with them and being able to win it means a lot. It feels good to go out there and know you can beat some older guys when you're only 18 and good feeling. How was running with the uh, late models? Was, running with this guy over here. It was fun. And I that mean, guy right that there. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, you know, they... they Late models is a lot harder than sportsman's, I think. I mean, you can mess up in a late model, and they take. I mean, there's no give. You know, like sportsmen, you can mess up a little bit, and you can catch right back up. Late model, man, you mess up. There's two, three car lengths they got up on you. And
1: they, now you were saying uh, we were talking before the show that uh, you actually have one of Tyler Herb's old cars.
6: Yep, we have his 2015 car that he ran. We drove to Texas and one picked it up last year, last June or so. Has it won any features? It has not. It okay. won no.
1: <laughs> what's uh, what's your uh, most memorable feature win? First one, last one, probably the
6: first night of 2017 season. I went out there in the Sportsman and we won the heat and the feature. First feature win in the Sportsman. It was pretty, pretty good time.
1: <laughs> How many feature wins did you get this past year?
6: I think five or six. Five or six feature wins. So not, not too shabby. No, not too bad.
1: Now, uh, so it's three seasons total. You've been in the Sportsman. Yes one season in uh late model four seasons in the four cylinders four yep and now uh what what's next for uh, drew smith for 2018
6: we're going modified racing got a full ride with um matt with mike um franks and gonna give that a whirl for this season see how that goes and travel around a little bit go to a lot of different tracks and what are some of the tracks uh, that you'd like to get to this year? I know we're going to go to Waynesfield and Kokomo when they do it and Lima. I like to travel a little bit. I like to, We're going to go to Brownstown in March for our first night
1: out. So you're not uh, not going for any championships anywhere or running with any series or anything?
2: No. Any plans on running some of the ethanol races?
6: Yeah, I think we will. We're not going to follow the ethanol, but we'll hit a couple shows from ethanol for sure. We're, we're not going to follow it fully.
1: So, we see you at Oakshade then uh, maybe two nights this year? Yeah,
6: for the birthday race and okay. stuff, we'll show up.
1: Cool. We'll be there. Uh, if uh, you have any questions or like to uh, join the conversation, go ahead and uh, comment on our Facebook Live. I'm looking at it right now. Bill Reeve says hello.
2: Or they can um, give us a call at 419 214
1: 0949. Yeah, we're in uh, the Ram Riller Race Car Studio B today. We Correct. Twitch Studios, and that's why we're on a little bit later uh, due to some tech technical difficulties with our. besides we felt like
2: system. running a little long tonight yeah yeah a, nothing yeah. better to do let's a lot, talk a lot to <laughs> cover yeah uh
1: have you run any other tracks uh
6: yeah we, i've been down to kokomo attica millstream up at butler what have you
1: been what what, what classes were you running there
6: oh uh, down at finley but or finley i was late model i went to atomic a couple times wayne county Wayne's um, waynesfield i ran horns down there wayne county I ran late models molar i ran late models down there I've tried to so travel quite know. a bit, yeah. Mostly what, late models when I went to different tracks. What's your favorite? Atomic, for sure. Atomic? Yeah. Why is that? Do so, you
2: find Do you find that when you go from the late model to the sportsman that things tend to slow down a little bit? Yeah. They don't happen <laughs> quite as quick?
6: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like late models is so much easier to drive, though. Like, you're up on the wheel, it's easier. Late, sportsman, there's a little bit more driving, but everything's so much slower, so it makes it feel, I don't know, going to late model and back to sportsman, I think it helped out a lot, and... It made it easier, for sure, I think. Cool. Sports um, uh, Championship. Yeah. Cool. That's all about yeah. all
1: I got. Yeah. That's right. I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing you in the modified. What, uh, what number are you going to be running? It won't be seven this year. So you're going to have to get new hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new hats, new stickers. New everything. So uh, are you going to plan to run this uh, modified for... Long-term, or are you just yeah, looking at so. this year, not sure what's going no, on hope, for next
6: year? I hope it's a long-term deal, you know. I mean, whatever we work out, and I'm planning on being with him for a little while. Now, why did you decide to uh, to get into a modified? Something new. You know, the opportunity was there, and okay. it was kind of a no-brainer to take it.
2: As I understand it, they came to him and asked yeah. if he wanted to drive. Yeah. and
6: So this
1: is what happens when you win championships? Yeah. I don't know, because yeah. I've never been close.
6: But... Yeah, he, he came out to Oakshire a lot to watch me, okay. and he... Asked me if I was interested in driving the car, and I said, sure. I like, was okay. like, yeah, I'll wheel. I'll wheel the car for you. No now, problem.
2: what are the chances that we might see in one of your family's cars if you're off with a mod for that week?
6: Yeah, I'll definitely be back at Oakshade whenever I'm not racing mods that Saturday night. I'll be in the late model sportsman for sure. So the
2: family's not selling out from under you? And...
6: Nope, we're keeping it all. and
2: There'll they'll be a ride if you need it? Yeah.
6: Dad will be racing here and there. I mean, he's not going to do a full season, but he'll be out there for sure. And Rusty, I think he's going to go for the points. and. In the sportsman? Yeah, in sportsman. Okay. He's going to run another full season, I'm pretty sure. And Dad's just going to do whenever he wants. You know, when he has some free time, he'll go out and mess Is he going to be uh,
1: traveling with you in the Modified? He'll travel Helping
6: sometimes. I mean, he's not going to be able to get out on Friday nights with work. So, like, some Saturdays and stuff, if we're close to home, yeah, he'll for sure be out there with us supporting.
2: All right. And in case people don't know, Joe Smith is Joe Smith Drew's did. dad. Yeah. Yep. And
1: uh, and they all drive 71. Yeah, if yeah. it's a '71 car, it's red, probably a blue. Smith, yeah. two of them are blue. Sometimes it causes red.
2: confusion. Yeah, <laughs> they don't like
1: it out there. But
2: the <laughs> yeah, no, announcer gets mixed up sometimes. Yeah, no,
1: the announcer is just fine. Not, not a big deal. It's the scores that. Then they give the yeah. part of the yeah. body to
0: another late model guy. Then they screw you up again. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Well, thanks for coming in, Drew. Yeah, no problem. Hang thanks around. for having me. Hang around here. Uh, we got some more to cover here. We had uh, a big event. With quotes, air yeah. quotes, uh, this past weekend at Sandusky Speedway, they finally the three time delayed got the Sandusky <laughs> Hangover race hangover originally scheduled for the first of uh, this the New Year's
2: Day. That that probably goes down in Guinness Book of World Records as the longest hangover.
1: It was a pretty long hangover. <laughs> yeah, pretty fun uh, to get out there and throw some snowballs. I made a few connect. Uh, Ron Miller, of course, picked up. It wasn't your 14th consecutive.
2: It was not 14th consecutive. it was consecutive. 14th right. overall um, win. Yeah. And, and you're trying to get up to 17, right? 14 out of 15, so yeah. That, so the, that the race can be renamed it's, for it's, you instead of Wild it's Bill Hart. It's currently named the Wild Bill Hart uh, Memorial Race, and he had won 17. Now, I and I, I understand that they weren't all in the top divisions, so little a oh, little see. controversy going okay. there, but that's okay. <laughs> We're, we're striving for 17, at least high him.
1: So, uh, anyways, round one uh, uh, McCoy, Corey McCoy, uh, took the uh, heat and uh, feature in the moonshine stocks and the front wheel drive uh, Uh, was won the whiskey division they call it was won by uh, the current hobby stock champion at uh, Sandusky Speedway Michael Parks
2: you know from the racing that I got to see Corey McCoy and Danny Dippman they put on uh, a pretty good show really great show Uh, I I got to see them a couple of times as I was catching up to them in our feature and I got to watch all of theirs Uh, pretty exciting racing and and those guys were really going at it
1: and you can watch uh, Ron's race uh, on uh, our Facebook page too we had a Facebook Live of that, and uh, there was some crazy stuff going on at the beginning. of. Well, let's go to your heat race. You fell out of it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, What happened to you, Steve? Uh,
0: Bolt fell out of the dry, uh, the lift bar, and dry shifter spit out. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. And I was surprised I got it back together. I was looking at it, and it was like, oh, yeah, there are enough pieces there. We can get it back together.
1: Well, usually you're about the only competition for, for the old man here, but... Uh, Ah, uh, Gumby was giving you a pretty good run there until uh, Dave
2: Gumby was very, very impressive. Uh, he was running your regular late model. You were in your outlaw late model, right? Yeah, and we put a small sideboard on on the late model for him. Not sure if it did anything or not, but uh, I'll tell you what: the kid has got a lot of natural <laughs> talent. I was I was really impressed. It uh, wasn't sawing on the steering wheel. Everything, every move he made meant something. He uh,
1: And speaking of Gumby, we're going to have the Gumbies on the show in a a couple weeks. Right. Father and son. son. Yeah. Yep. Their name isn't really Gumby, but we'll we'll discuss
2: it. It's Yeah.
1: Gumby's just easier to say. Oh, yeah. But uh, he (laughs) pulled off before uh, before the end of the heat race, and you ended up winning that. And then uh, during the feature, there was some uh, weird stuff going on early that there was one car that spun out three or four times. Four times. Four times.
2: Before. You even took the green flag. On, on the parade lap. Yeah. And need, stuck it in a snowbank and spread snow all was over it, like the It was like 12 track.
1: minutes we were waiting, and uh, Ron, yeah. Ron stopped on the backstretch, and I was sitting with Perry Cox. Oh, yeah, that's coming up, the record report, the first-ever record report with Perry Cox. That's coming up later in the show. Stay tuned for that. And uh, we were talking, and uh, I was like, oh, what's wrong, what's wrong with Ron's car? Something's wrong with it. Perry's like, oh, he's just saving fuel.
2: I was. <laughs> yeah. We were concerned. <laughs> uh, as it turned out, I had plenty of fuel at the end of the race, but uh, we had just gone around and around and around. Twelve minutes of running parade laps, um, and I just stopped on the back stretch. And of course, the starter didn't work right, so they had to put a <laughs> push truck behind me. And I'm sure that had people talking.
1: Yeah, a little bit, uh, but uh, you held on to win. Steve was actually uh, closing in late in the race.
2: Yeah, my car—it was a t- car was tight. Was
1: it? But you said you were sandbagging a little bit there. No, I wasn't to
2: sandbagging. <laughs> I was concerned about fuel okay. and. I, I, you were taking it easy. I was conserving fuel. You've heard them talk about that in NASCAR. Well, that's what was going on.
1: Well, he was he was closing in. He was yeah. making up a lot of ground there, and you were right there at the end, weren't you? Yeah,
0: it was, it was, I mean, we we're within five feet at the very end. You came my from car, with a
1: half tra- half track behind him. Oh, it was they a full half track for a yeah. while.
0: I could see about every lap where he wasn't gaining, I wasn't losing, and and the car was tight. I, I think my left rear tires started going flat, and that helped loosen the car <laughs> up because I it needed some more stagger and. The car just started getting a little bit better, a little bit better, and then he was a little more on the safe mode.
2: Just to, just to set the record straight, I had more right pedal if I needed it. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> so how many times have you finished second to, uh, to run? Um, I think that was the first time. I've I think that, that was.
2: Really? I think that was the first time he's finished a race there. Oh, it's just been <laughs> no, a, no.
1: I finished things. another time,
0: but I got I got hit in the door by another. I driver. don't know anything <laughs> about that.
1: That was Perry's fault. I was running one that two. That was Perry's we fault.
0: We were running one two. The the one time I got stuffed in the door by another blue car. I don't know uh, that turd. The I blue number eight. Yeah, it's an Ochi or something.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, during the drivers' meeting at the Hangover race. Uh, I guess uh, Kevin Jaycox asked you guys a question uh, about uh, doing another race, right?
2: Yeah, he said, uh, "What are your thoughts if we ran a race the Saturday after Valentine's Day?" And I thought, "Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Cars in the trailer. I can back it back out in a couple of weeks." And uh, and this so was it's,
1: a run in any kind of weather thing, it, just like the Hangover. Correct. in the and same and basic and the one in caveat
2: roles. that uh, Kevin has put on the race. And it will probably be in force as long as he owns the track, is that it's going to have to be 15 degrees or higher uh, or he will postpone the race.
1: What about three feet of snow? We're still good to go. That's it.
2: Whatever weather. but The The only
1: condition is the temperature. Right. Perry says I liked it. I did. I did enjoy tearing (laughs) the door off your car. It was fun. (laughs) Because there wasn't any damage to my car. A little scratch on the plastic (laughs) nose. But, uh, yeah, so another race coming up, February 17th. I believe it's going to be, like, the same times. Uh, doors yep. open at uh, 9. 9 o'clock. Hot, hot laps at 11, 11. Racing at 1 o'clock. It's a Saturday afternoon. And they're actually soliciting names for the race on uh, the Sandusky Speedway uh, Facebook page. I put Racy McRaceface
5: for
1: yeah. obvious reasons, yeah. I don't think that that one's <laughs> going to go for it. But they're looking for uh, a Valentine's Day kind of and theme. And you can
2: log in on Sandusky Speedway's uh, Facebook page and tell them what you'd like to see the name race named.
1: And uh, speaking of F- Sandusky Speedway, yeah, th- they're making all kinds of news out there. Stephen Pocock is uh, going to be putting on a race out there uh, late in the season, October twentieth, uh, correct. And uh, what, what is my? It's going to be running modifieds, bombers, front wheel drives, run what you brung, and uh, champ carts. And apparent, and I saw there's no entry
2: fees. I saw well. There's no entry fee, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure that you're going to have to buy a pit pass. Okay, well, see, there's a difference.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. So, but we're going to have Stephen Pocock on the uh, show next week, so we're, we'll ask him more about this. And this is again not coming up till October, October twentieth, uh, so late in the season. And um, uh, he's also in charge of the Ohio uh, Sprint Car Series. That was uh, actually the original reason we we're going to have him on, but this came up, so we'll talk to him about that too. Yeah. So uh, he's he, he's a busy guy. He's running a uh, uh go-kart track as well out yeah. there in uh, attica
2: and fans and racers i would strongly encourage you to come to sandusky speedway on the 17th of february and support the race Is, and are uh, our snowballs got, gonna if, be allowed absolutely okay only, only uh, under caution yeah,
0: not under green
1: <laughs> and hit the flag man win a hot dog sweet somebody did that on saturday it wasn't me i tried i could i didn't have enough arm to get that far <laughs> i think it
2: was one of my grandkids was it <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> so uh yeah Maybe we'll, he'll have to make that uh, hit the flag, man, win a hot chocolate or something. Mm-hmm.
6: I don't
1: know. It's a, it's a fun time. It's it's not a real serious uh, kind of a race out there. It was never uh, intended to no, be. No, it's just kind and of a, something to do during the winter and uh, get your racing fix. Kind and of it's thing.
2: really enjoyable. So if you've got oh. a race car, uh, consider bringing it out February 17th. I'm considering it. We'll see. You got a pretty race car. Yeah, I know. I want to put a donut in that yeah. one.
6: I
1: want to tear the he, door <laughs> off. <laughs> Better not tell you out there then. Uh, my
0: car is getting a new body.
1: <laughs> Fremont Speedway News. Uh, they're going to welcome the uh, Boss Winged Sprints during the Jim Ford Classic. That's the weekend of September 14th and 15th. Uh, boss, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Car or Sprint Series. Super Sprints. Yeah. Super, whatever. It's. Whatever. They're uh, branching out to sanction some winged sprint events because usually they're non-winged. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be part of the Jim Ford Classic this year, late in the season, September
2: 14th, 16th. I wonder how that's going to work out.
1: I don't know. That's not the same weekend as the Grocery Getter Classic. I think that's the weekend before the Grocery Getter
2: Classic. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Could be. it's like the 22nd. Anyways, um, so that was just announced. Also coming up, uh, put this on your calendar. It's the 29th Annual Woodland Mall Race Cars on Display Mall Show that's in uh, Bowling Green. That's coming up on Friday, March 9th through Sunday, March 11th. Uh, coming out and see all the cars. Tracks will be there. If you have a car, bring your car out. Thursday night, right, right when, the, when the mall closes. That's when we load in. So We'll post some more information on that on our uh, Facebook page. As we
2: get a little closer.
1: Yeah. Um, but if you've
2: got a race car, make it pretty and bring it.
1: There you go. Bring it to Ron Miller Race Cars. Give them a call. We can make it pretty. Yeah. We 4- do that. 734-856-RACE. That's it. All right. Uh, National news: Kyle Busch. He's been making some headlines. Uh, Did you hear about this? I don't think so. He's been uh, actually. I think this was just today or yesterday. Uh, They're doing like a press tour. The NASCAR drivers. Uh, He's been complaining about how NASCAR has been promoting younger drivers, and uh, you know, instead of the older drivers, you know, kind of making a push to to get the younger drivers. And he says, "quote I think it's stupid, but I know." Wait, let me start over. I messed up that quote. (laughs) I think it's stupid. But I don't know. I'm not the marketing genius behind this deal. You know, I just go. I just do what I can do. And my part of it is what my part is. It's words of wisdom.
2: Really? Yeah. Well, they want somebody to market. I know a 70-year-old guy that'd <laughs> be glad to run for Rookie of the Year.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, Sign me up.
1: And I read, yeah. a, 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 I think Brian Liskai shared, a, or somebody shared a, a post from uh, Mike Joy saying something about... Uh, Underfunded teams are looking, I don't remember the exact words, but basically the gist was underfunded teams that are looking for funded drivers as opposed to in the past funded teams were looking for talented drivers. So Correct. T- and, times and, have kind and, of changed that
2: way. And that's that's really true. Um, Richard
1: Childress Racing has leased its uh, number 27 charter to Starcom Racing for 2018. That means, you know what that means? Yeah. It means Derek Cope. Is going to have a guaranteed spot in the Daytona 500.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> How old is Derek Cope? Uh, He's not quite. Not there quite, yet. but darn near.
1: So maybe you could talk to him, work out uh, splitting some driving duties there. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, it's the uh, RCR, Richard uh, Childress Racing, had the charter, but no driver, nor no sponsor, uh, because Paul Menard left uh, the organization for Wood Brothers. Hmm. So. so cool for
2: Derek Cope. And any news on Danica? Has she secured a ride?
1: I have not seen any more news other than uh, getting sponsor of GoDaddy. I'm sure she'll get some kind of ride. She could, I guess they could have had uh, that ride if Richard Childress and her could have come together with some kind of yeah. deal. But uh, maybe uh, maybe Mr. Rogers will fund a, a race car for her. Oh, Would can, she have to be Aaron Rogers' number then? What's his number, 18 or something? Twelve. I don't know. 12 I, I'm not a Green Bay fan. 12, Twelve. Okay. I believe. But then it would have to be a discount double-check sponsorship. <laughs> uh, the Rolex 24 at Daytona is uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, the Daytona is going to be here just around it's, the corner. they got right. Speed Weeks going yeah. in, in
2: uh, Florida. We'll have some
1: reports from that. Or you about know, this that. is
2: the first time in a long time that I remember uh, Speed Weeks in Daytona kind of going up against the Olympics. Uh, usually they wind up.
1: I forgot the Olympics were even going they, on. Yeah. <laughs> they, they will be going oh, yeah. on. why are, uh,
2: why isn't racing an Olympic sport? It, it, they,
1: I don't know. Should be. Somebody needs to come up. We need to. All right. It's, Hashtag what, Why isn't kind of, racing an Olympic sport? Kind of dirt track racing. Yeah, dirt track. yeah. I pavement track. Any kind of racing. I mean, motor motor racing. I should say.
2: I'm in mean, whether it's dirt or pavement. Okay, yeah.
1: So anyways, Rolex 24 Daytona is uh, starting this weekend, and uh, you can watch it across a whole bunch of networks if you're not down to Daytona yourself. It's going to start at uh, 2 o'clock on Saturday on Fox, move to Fox Sports 2 at 5, then it moves to Fox Sports Go at 10, then it's going to go to Fox Sports 1 at 11, 1 a.m. back to Fox Sports Go. That's on your phone, mobile app, whatever. 8 a.m. you can watch on Fox Sports 2 Sunday morning, and then 10.30 a.m. you can watch Fox Sports 1. To you get all that? There will be a quiz at the end of the show.
2: Yeah, okay. So just flip around if it goes yeah, put, off. Put and you your can, TV yeah. on Fox Sports 1. And
1: <laughs> it's a preview of the Grocery Getter Classic with much nicer cars and a bigger track. That's it. That's, uh, if you missed the show last week, then you, you... Wait, if you caught
2: the show last week, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but they don't have 500 cars starting That's true. the Rolex.
1: They got 47 already, which I That'll think uh, the Ro- Rolex says 50... Cars entered, so they're already at this the size of the Rolex Field. Okay. Are you going to be in the Grocery Getter Classic?
6: I don't think so. It would be fun to do, for sure.
1: Might want to look into it. I,
2: I'm thinking
6: you, fifty thousand to win if they might, get five hundred. We cars. talked about it. Okay. Me, the Smith we had, family. Yeah, we did talk about it for sure. Go. I mean, we said we would do it, but I don't know. If, if you need a fourth driver, I know a guy. I got you. You know, if it, does, you. if it
2: doesn't conflict with maybe an outlaw show that late in the year, maybe the Miller family and the Smith family could go at it. Yeah. <laughs>
6: yeah. When is it again? The it's the uh,
1: third weekend in September, I think. Okay. So I think it's the 22nd yeah. or something like
2: that. So um, 24 straight hours. It's, crazy. In, in a, in a <laughs> it's st- crazy. in a street legal car. 500 laps. Or I'm sorry, 500 cars,
6: 500 cars.
2: 500 cars. 500 cars. Wow. There will be, I think, what? What did uh, the promoter say? He figured 160 feet between the first car and the last car? I think it was something like that, yeah.
6: What track is it going to
1: be? Fairfield. Fairfield. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, coming up, uh, we got some races coming up. The uh, rescheduled MidMichigan Raceway Park. I haven't seen anything else about this. They uh, uh, postponed their Whiteout 100 uh, to uh, February 3rd.
2: That's a week so from this Saturday. As
1: far as I know, that's still going on. I haven't looked at it. any updates on that.
2: So, uh, i have and it's still, it still going? showing. are you going me. to that yes okay um what about you steve I, i'd go i mean
0: i, I i'd change a couple things in my car make sure it still goes around in is it, big is, circles there's a
1: it's basically a run what you brung kind of deal isn't yes that, for, for the most part yeah with some other classes yeah uh, i think they have I, like a four-wheel drive class
2: uh, yeah i'm concerned because the track is back off the road a ways with pretty much dirt pit roads leading back to the pits. And haulers and, could have and, an issue and, and, getting well, back there. It really needs to have a hard freeze before that. And looking at the long-range weather forecast, I don't see a freeze coming. So if you're thinking of heading to mid-Michigan, check before you go.
1: I have mixed feelings about
2: that. Yeah, I'm okay with it not getting cold.
1: Yeah. Well, it could get
2: cold for two days, get us in and... Then back to 50.
1: And then the next race uh, coming up around here after that is the Racy McRace Face Race, or whatever name they decide on at Sandusky Speedway. Uh, That's coming up on February 17th. Racing starting at 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon after Valentine's Day.
2: My my, uh, name for that was the uh, St. Valentine's Day Brawl.
6: Brawl? (laughs) 2.0. Brawl Brawl. Brawl or
2: Brawl? B-R-A-W-L. All right.
1: That's fine. Brawl. Sounds good to me. Are you on Yeah, race well. Scott, what's that? You going? I'll be uh, there. Yeah, I'll you be racing? There. Snowballs. I'll be there. Snowballs? With the car? I'll be there. I don't know. Probably not with the car. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's too pretty. I just want to sit and look at it all. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to race at all. But uh, I'm going to. I probably I'm going to bring it out to the mall though. Uh, to the mall yeah. show. I got to get some stickers on it, and uh, um, yeah, I don't want to. Damage yet. It's a big unveiling. I haven't put any pictures out yet, so you guys have seen it. I don't know about you. Have you seen it? i have not. Uh-huh. Pretty.
6: Not. <laughs> I worked on it. Yeah, it was. Very, it's, it
1: it looks nice. It'll look good with some stickers. I'm going to get a big uh, hammer down uh, racing report uh, vinyl on the hood. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Do you know anybody who'll do that? Anybody out there want to do some trade? Put you on the show. Do a vinyl for my hood. We'll be good.
2: Yeah. If you've got a vinyl cutter and can do uh, the hammer down racing report logo. Um, we'll give you some airtime.
1: Shoot me an email, scotthammer at uh, iheartmedia.com, or I think my phone number is actually my cell phone number is actually on our uh, uh, face down face face down our face Facebook down page, page. <laughs> our Facebook page. The show's going too late. It's past <laughs> my bedtime. Um, we've been talking about this, uh, Perry. He's a big fan, big racing fan. Perry Cox. Uh, he raced. He drives a tow truck. He is he what well, he calls himself a uh, dirt track racing nerd. He's not even just dirt track, right? He's all kind of racing nerd. Right. And he came up with this idea, and I thought it was just silly enough to uh, to fit on the show. It's uh, the first ever uh, record report under caution with <laughs> Perry Cox. So uh, check Here it out. Here we go. Yeah. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Maybe, if I turn on the right thing. Here we go.
5: Welcome to the Wrecker Report, under caution Recently at the Wild West shootout in Phoenix, Arizona Bobby Pierce and Ricky Weiss had some on-track incidents With some hard racing that ended up with an altercation in the pits Bobby Pierce's comments on the incident were It was just a hard racing deal I was still alongside, but I just think he didn't know I was there He was going for the cushion, and I was already aimed for it By the time I realized he was coming up, it was too late to back off. I really hate that it happened. Ricky Weiss's comments were as follows. Well, I raced him clean. I ran through the slicks six or eight times, left him a lane, completed slide jobs, cleared him by a mile, only to have it returned back while driving over my nose or into my left door. But we knew we were that much faster, so we were taking our time. Bobby slipped up and turned four and opened the door. I had him cleared by two car lengths, which is very clear in the video, and he just decided to never lift, brake, or turn, and he dumped me. Well, during this time, at some point, apparently one of Weiss's crew members went down and pushed Bob Sr., Bob Pierce Sr. Well, Bobby Pierce's sister, Sierra, who happens to be a professional bodybuilder, was down in the pits at the time and... uh, she really hasn't had an opportunity to talk about what happened. So, believe it or not, folks, tonight we have Sierra Pierce on the show to talk a little bit about her feelings from that night. Sierra, welcome to the Rec Report. All you women out there forced to watch your husband lay out unconscious I'm sorry, I'm with an injury. That might make you a little bit upset, That might make you a little bit over the edge. That might make you a little bit insane, if you know what I mean. And a few men out there were forced to watch your wife or your woman or your main squeeze, yeah, begging to another man and then getting slapped by another man. That might make you a little bit upset. That might make you a little bit over the edge. That might make you a little bit insane. But not me, snake man. Not me. Because I know what I'm going to do to you tonight! All right, Sierra, hey, thanks for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Sierra Pierce, everyone. Hey, that does it for the record report under caution for this week. Remember, there's only two kinds of race engines ones that are blown up and ones that are going to blow up. It's probably time to change your oil.
1: It's the immortal. Perry Cox with the yeah. first ever uh, record report under caution. I think that was the wrong one. He actually sent me two of them. He wanted me to play one. Uh, actually, he talked about you, Mr. Uh, Brian McKenzie, who's uh, watching. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll do that one next week. Yeah. Was a, something happened at the uh, UMP Awards Banquet, and uh, he kind of covered that. Really? Yeah. Mm. Very, it was a good one, too. Okay. Lots of sound effects and, and things in there. So, Perry Cox, appreciate that. Thank you. Um. Next week on the show, we're back uh, hopefully at 7 o'clock. We'll work out the bugs again. I was in that studio playing around this afternoon, the Ron Miller Race Car Studio A, uh, where we normally are with our multi-cameras as opposed to just the one. We're back in studio, Ron Miller Race Car Studio B tonight. Uh, We'll get those bugs worked out, and then I'm not going to play with it once we get it working. I try to make things better, and that's when I break things. We tried doing like a a YouTube Live at the same time as the Facebook Live, and Facebook said no. Wouldn't let them cross-talk. Yeah. So next week, we'll be back uh, 7 o'clock, fingers crossed, everything works, uh, with Stephen Pocock in the studio. He's uh, uh, the new owner of the Ohio Sprint Car Series, and he's got that uh, event coming up in October in Sandusky Speedway. Uh, we'll talk to him about that as well. We'll also try and uh, we're going to get uh, Greg Litton in here if he's feeling better. He's been under the weather the past few weeks. I talked A lot to of him that going around. Just the other day. We'll sure. check in with him Monday and find out for sure if we can get him in here. If not, maybe we'll just get him on the phone. That'd probably be safer anyways. Uh, Greg Litton, former uh, champion at uh, Millstream in the uh, 360 sprints. I think yeah. he raced Limeland, Attica, Fremont. He's all over. Uh, it's actually
2: Great racing family.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, Litton's definitely. Uh, and he approves of the orange color of uh, my car. I did show him a picture of the car. He he
2: likes orange. Oh, so we got a sneak preview. <laughs> he, he likes. So it's orange.
1: not blue anymore. All his well, there's some blue. We yeah. have to wait and see. Uh, two weeks from tonight, uh, we're gonna have the Gumbies, Junior and Senior, Dave's the Dave Gumby's. Uh Dave's Gumby Senior, he raced uh, forever. He's done pavement and uh, and dirt and and Junior's been. Uh, well, he I just think, raced pavement the other day. I,
2: I think uh, he's. I think he said he's been racing for like eleven years, as young as he is. Gunn, so yeah, Dave Gum Junior. Junior, yeah,
6: I believe it. Yeah.
1: Have you raced against uh, Junior? I have.
6: Okay. I'm sportsman, uh, he, what was that last year or two years? Was it? No, actually, I had two not. years. Two years ago, I did not ever race against him. Oh
1: well, then not. you did not lose and you nope. did not beat him.
6: Nope.
1: <laughs> 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 I have lost to you and you. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever lost to you so all
6: right i'm okay with that when did you so, lose to them did they run it's bomb? a hangover race
1: oh okay uh except for that time i ripped the side off of his car i did beat him that race
6: so you gonna let him beat you i <laughs> kept going
1: <laughs> i finished um did you finish <laughs> finished ahead oh, of you. well damn it then you did beat me <laughs> uh so that's two weeks from tonight so uh seven o'clock tune into our facebook live again you can catch uh, us on uh, iheart uh, radio on the and app we will
2: make it at seven o'clock next week really, really. we're gonna try yeah and try like hell
1: uh, follow us on uh, our Facebook page, Hammerdown Racing Report. Uh, again, search uh, iHeart Radio for Hammerdown Racing. Follow us on there, and don't forget to call Ron, Ron and
2: if Miller you've race got a cars. Vi- and if you've got a vinyl machine, oh, yeah. uh, let's get some vinyl on Scott's race car. Hammerdown <laughs> Racing Report and uh, trade it out for some airtime. There you
1: go. Uh, and call Ron Miller Race 856 seven three four eight five six seven two two three for parts, uh, service, pre- welding, pre- pretty bodies, pretty bodies. Yeah. Don does excellent work. Yes, Enough he does. Have to tell him. Um, so that's it. That's uh, it for the show this week. Again, if you want to be uh, a sponsor on the show, even if you don't have a vinyl machine or whatever, you can uh, uh, be a sponsor anyway.
2: Absolutely. Scott Cash Hammer, check, at, money order.
1: Scott Hammer at iHeartMedia.com. Shoot me an email. We'll get together and uh, get all the details out there. Very good. So. Thanks uh, for Webb Dillard uh, for calling in uh, from. Actually, we called him down in Australia. Tyler Erb. Tyler Erb uh, calling in from uh, Texas, Texas uh, winner of the U.S. Invasion Tour. Pleasure talking to him. He's going to be running uh, World of Outlaws again this year uh, and some summer national dates, so hopefully we can get him uh, close to our area. Um, Drew Smith, thank you for coming in. Champion thank you for me. of the Oakshade Raceway Sportsman Class. And uh, good luck to you in 2018 and a modified. Steve Miller, I did not know you were coming in, but thank you for coming in, too. I hope your eyesight's better. You just had LASIK today. Yeah, it's, it seems a lot better. And, uh, again, congratulations to Ron Miller for his 14th win at the uh, annual hangover race at Sandusky
2: Speedway. Come to Sandusky Speedway February 17th and see it happen again.
1: All right. So we'll be back at 7. Technical difficulties will be worked out. I saw our engineer in the studio, so I'm going to go talk to him here. All we'll, right. We'll get it fixed. So. See you next week. We out. Bye.
0: You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Racecar Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio.
5: I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy.